You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is Monday, July 19th, and Steelers training camp begins this week. We're going to get you ready for that right here in the Locked On Steelers podcast. But first, we're going to talk about what happened with Dwayne Haskins last week. I didn't get to talk about it on the show. We're going to recap you on who won Fantasy Draft Friday and talk about my experience with several Steelers in the Celebrity Softball event, Three Rivers, the Three Rivers Celebrity Softball event that happened this weekend at the Washington Wild Things Baseball Park, all right here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, which you can download anywhere, but especially on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the app Odyssey that's spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey. Remember to rate us five stars with a positive comment, and you get a shout-out at the end of the show. Let's get into it. All right, y'all, so let's get right into it. Let's not waste any time. This is going to be a shorter show. It's Monday. We're going to get you ready for the rest of the week, but Steelers training camp starts later this week. we got plenty of guests lined up. It's going to be a fun week here on the Locked on Steelers podcast. But I wanted to, first of all, let's get through our, our uh, we got to do some house cleaning here, make sure we, we announce all the things. Our official winner of last weekend, last week's Fantasy Draft Friday, which you all voted on in the Locked on Steelers Facebook group, is Samantha with her team. Now, if you listen to that episode, which you absolutely should if you haven't, it's a fun listen to if you're just chilling at work, on your way to work, something like that. But we had our all-time Steelers receivers list. And as you know with Fanny Draft Friday, it's three different people competing against each other. You know, they pick who they can pick, and then they see who can make the best list of who's available when they pick. And Samantha got the last pick of the draft, and she had Antonio Brown, John Stallworth, Juju Smith-Schuster, Chase Claypool, and Lewis Lips. And she uh, she won pretty pretty soundly. Uh, Jordan was really close. Morton came in last place, but uh, it was a really solid thing. We thank you for everyone who did vote in the Locked On Steelers Facebook group. We appreciate y'all. Congratulations, Samantha, and all the women of the Yins Hers podcast. And thank you to them for coming on the show. It's always so much fun to have them here. Uh, so if you enjoyed that, we glad you did. If you didn't, go back and check it out. It's a really fun show. But anyways, let's get to talking about what happened last week or what we found out like last like late thursday going into friday and what kind of hung over everybody so that and that's the Dwayne haskins situation now Dwayne haskins as you know i wrote about him last week heck i did a whole classroom about him last week for dkpittsburghsports.com and i talked about him here just breaking down my analysis you know from that classroom as far as what i think he needs to do to be a starter in the nfl or at least win a backup spot with the steelers this season but things blew up now there was an incident in las vegas involving his wife we don't have we're still figuring out what exactly happened um the initial report was that his wife, uh, uh, Calabria uh, Gazdrenzik Haskins, was charged with domestic battery in connection to an altercation that happened the weekend or the weekend of the Fourth of July in the Cosmopolitan in Las Vegas, according to the initial uh, arrest report, um, and that uh, he, Dwayne Haskins, informed the hotel security that uh, he wanted her out of his room because she punched him and cut his lip, 
and that the initial report was that she knocked out a tooth of his and that he was treated for facial injuries at a Las Vegas hospital um, and that part of his tooth was found in the uh, in, in the room of the hotel. Um, and uh, his wife is posted bail. She's out, and um, that, that whole thing is going to get processed sometime in this next month of August. Um, but... Uh, you know, there's still we're still developing details here because there's some conflicting reports. Some people wondering about that, but my initial response was this because I saw as soon as this thing happened, as soon as all this went down, I saw some people saying, "Oh man, he's done in Pittsburgh." Yeah, wow, wow, that was fast. And it was like, well, okay, wait, what? Because this guy, yes, is this domestic violence? Absolutely. Is this is this something that the NFL, you know, has has been should should keep an eye on? Yep, for sure. But the reports that we're getting are that he was the victim of domestic violence. And it's not that you're involved in domestic violence. It's that you're a perpetrator or an oppressor or a person who commits commits a crime there that actually gets you in punishment. So for those that are jumping the gun and saying Dwayne Haskin needs to have X happen to him or has to go to jail or lose the rest of his career, the, heat, the Steelers can't trust him, I, I say relax. I say relax. And, I, and I, I also, though, say, you know, we're still figuring out what exactly happened here because we're getting these reports again these are reports from las vegas that is a what a four-hour flight across the country like that's a long ways away there's a lot of things that can happen and a lot of things can be said i can tell you because Dwayne haskins i played in the three rivers celebrity softball event uh out in washington pa at the washington wild things baseball park this weekend and Dwayne Haskins was on my team. Not only did he show up, but he he looked good. He was able to hit the ball around, threw the ball fine. He was having a good time, and he looked like anybody else. Like he didn't look like he had any facial injuries. He didn't look like he was missing a tooth. Um, so he was chill mo. Like he was cool. Um, so we don't. The, the bottom line is that I don't think anyone really knows yet what exactly happened in that situation and we may not know for sometimes we may actually never know what actually got, went down but for those that were spelling his doom and saying oh get rid of him now uh, y'all were jumping the gun and listen if this was an incident where there's a report that he did hit somebody that would be a different story but the report is that he was hit and that he restrained himself and didn't react to it and you know kept his cool which if that's what happened more kudos to him because you know if, even if he was just retaliating in self-defense that's something that would be a red flag and nfl teams like you know what we're not so sure we want to affiliate ourselves but um but he he maintained his cool that shows that hey you know this this guy knows what what the you know that he's on a limited chances here um but again this is a guy who he was a superstar at ohio state went to washington didn't work out there let's see what he does with the steelers um, I can tell you he throws pretty hard because I caught a few uh, a few balls from him. We were we were throwing around the ball before the game, um, but man, he he does throw hard. I caught the balls though. I caught them. It was it was, it was solid. It was no problems. Uh, but anyways, that's the Dwayne Haskins story. I just wanted to get that out there now. Um, I, again, my biggest thing: don't make too big deal of these stories when they're not when we don't know what's going on. I, I get that there's people want to rush to make takes. I get that people want to rush and say, "Oh, this happened." I get my thoughts out here first. Nah. That's not what I do here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast. That's not what we do here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast. We think things through. We give you full stories. We give you actual opinions on things. We take our time. So we're going to take a quick break. Here we come back. I'm going to talk about that softball tournament because it was fun. I got to meet a ton of Steelers and in person. I mean, like, I've met them and they knew who I was. But it was the first time, like, for, for some of those guys who are younger, it's the first time I, like, hung out with them. So uh, it was a really cool experience. You can hear about the experience right here on the Lockdown Steelers after this break. But first, I'm going to talk to our friends at Bilt Bar. 
you need a snack that's going to both help you get through the rest of your day, but also be good for you. That's where Built Bar comes in. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have 18 amazing flavors, including six of their newest ones, being caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisps. There's so much to enjoy. And also, don't forget, they help you lose and maintain weight. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for anyone that's currently on a keto diet. Right now, Built Bar has a special promo code for you to get a great deal on their website. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's LOCKEDON15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Welcome back to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, continuing here the show on the Locked On Steelers podcast, where you can download anywhere, but especially on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the app Odyssey. Um, Continuing our discussion here. Now, Dwayne Haskins was one of the guys that there, but there were several Steelers at the Celebrity Softball event. Now, uh, if if you missed last Friday's episode, I I talked about it with uh, with our friends from the Yins Hers podcast. They were all in attendance. If you were in attendance, please let me know. You can follow me on Twitter, at Carter Critique. Same thing with Instagram. Message me, hit me up. I am not a stranger to anyone. If I don't respond right away, it's just because... I got a lot going on. I just try to I just try to balance everything. But uh, I always appreciate when people reach out to me. But if but uh, it was a fun event. Um, it was hosted by the Washington Wild Things Park. The two people that were helping organize it were Cam Hayward and Doran Dickerson. Uh, Doran Dickerson, if you've listened to my, the H2P podcast uh, that I do with DK Pittsburgh Sports, he's on there. Doran Dickerson was an All-American tight end that played for Pitt football back in like the, the late 2000s. Um, he went on to be uh, an NFL player for several years, played with the Patriots, a few other teams, um, and now he, he came back to his home in Pittsburgh because he's from there and does a lot of work there. He works with the Pittsburgh Penguins, um, and he helped organize this event with Cam Hayward's foundation, the Hayward House, for a benefit. So it was really it was a really nice event. Um, I got to play for the gold team on, in the event. That was pretty dope. Uh, the, so the gold team, there was, there was the gold team and the black team, right? Um, and you know, we were picked, we were picked, uh, as a, uh, uh, just at random. So it wasn't like we were drafted or anything, but I was towards the bottom of the gold team. Chris don't hit no baseballs like that. That's not what Chris does. You know, Chris was a lineman. That's, that's, you asked me to block somebody. I could block somebody. You asked me to play it. Okay. We talking that, but when you, so you asked me to hit a baseball. Oh no. But, and we was hitting softballs. I, and Chris did put the ball in play. I will tell you, I was able to get the ball to second base consistently. Just don't ask me to like hit for power. Like, I can get contact, I can get that going, but uh, you know, I, I did like a couple batting practice things beforehand. <laughs> it's like, okay, this is gonna be rough. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but I, the game was really fun. Uh, we we played three innings of softball before we got hit with a storm, um, and then uh, and then after that, uh, we had to wait out the storm. And then we did a home run derby. Chris wasn't hitting no home runs. My hope was to hit a couple singles. I had one at bat during the softball game, and I was able to put it in play, but. Uh, it didn't. It didn't do much there. So uh, um, that was that. But my team did win the game, the softball game. Uh, we won 4-0 in three innings. We were doing. We were doing pretty good. We were cranking them out. Um, but uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, but you know, then, then we switched to home der- home run derby. We did lose the home run derby nine to eight. That was a close one. Um, 
but it was it was cool hanging out with uh, with the people there. Got to meet with Joey Molinaro. Um, got to hang out with you know players as you know like Alex Highsmith, Pat Fryermuth, uh, Terrell Edmonds, Deontay Johnson, Dwayne Haskins, Zach Banner, Arthur Motes, who's been on the, who's been on the show a few times. Our friend Morgan Yurtso uh, from Yenshurst, she was on it. Um, her and I, we were we were kind of bringing up the rear on Team Gold because you know like you know we get there. Alex Highsmith, first of all, that dude can hit the ball. He was crushed in batting practice. He hit like three home runs in a row. We were like, oh, he he's good at this. Oh, okay. Well, I understand that now. Um, <laughs> but uh, but he he was hitting home runs. He had a home run during the game too. Um, Deontay Johnson actually also can hit the ball as well. He was doing pretty well at that. Uh, Pat Fryermuth cranked one, I, I believe, as well. Zach Banner, my boy Zach, man, my boy Zach. He he played first base. And he was like, look, we're gonna alternate first base, but I'm not gonna play it every. <laughs> he's still recovering from his injury from last year. He's taking it easy, making sure that he's gonna be good for training camp. Um, but he was out there. It was it was real cool. And then um, uh, there was also the the, the black the, the the team black. Because uh, I was on Team Gold, uh, and we had uh, uh, we had Cam Hayward's team over there, and and they they were cool as well. Um, Cam was, but again, here here was the really the really dope thing about uh, about the whole experience was just that you had all these guys here, and I was talking to Alex Highsmith, and he was like, "Bro, like, do you understand that I went through a full year of NFL ball and saw like almost zero fans? This is the biggest." He's like, he's like, "This is like one of the biggest crowds I've played in front of." since I was drafted into the NFL. That was crazy to think, right? Because when you go back and, and you you're like, whoa, like uh like, you know, this guy played at Heinz Field, but yeah, but he played in front of an empty Heinz Field. And that's that's the that's the crazy part about this. Um, is that is that he was like this was this is the crowd and the Steelers were so gracious I will tell you and this is another reason why the Steelers were there also there with them I'm sorry I forget this name so Cam Hayward was the leader of the other team Tyson Alualu was there Najee Harris was supposed to be there he didn't show up um, I think he had something else going on so that didn't happen but we had former Steeler Jason Gilden uh, number 92 before James Harrison he was there Kendrick Green another rookie show, showed up there so we we had quite a few dudes in, in, in attendance there. Uh, that were the Steelers, but they they signed all the autographs. They hung out. They spent time with the fans. There were um, it was a really really nice time to be had by all. And uh, if you were there, please let me know. I'd love to know your opinion. Plus, but you also know how bad I, I suck at baseball because <laughs> I was man when that ball came to me. It was a little under pitch from Andrew Filipomi. He, he threw a short, but I was like, let me try to rip one. And I ripped one to second base. That, that was about as far as I was going. <laughs> Because that's just not my skill suit. Uh, but got to link up with these guys. Got to throw the ball around with them uh, in some warm-ups and chat with them. It was really cool. The Steelers got some good dudes on the hand. And one thing you could tell is, like, these guys like each other. Like, you know, Dwayne Haskins was cool with everybody. And, again, Dwayne Haskins just got here. But, like, Zach Banner messing with everybody. Uh, like, you know, like, he was he was making fun of Kendrick Green when Kendrick Green, like, like because he couldn't catch the ball. He, he dropped, like, three, three, three uh, like, pop-ups. He dropped, like, three pop-ups that were right to him and that was like everyone's goal is like all right hit it to him because he might be he, he might let that go um but it was a solid game um solid time and, and anyone who was there uh, i'm sure that i hope that you enjoyed your experience 
uh, and I hope that it gets to happen again, that I get to participate again, because it, uh, it was a lot of fun, and we're glad that we were able to help out uh, Cam Hayward's foundation, The Hayward House. So thanks again to all those who participated. If you didn't get to participate, check us check check our, check our stuff out. I posted a bunch of pictures on my Instagram, so you can see some of the things that it was like, uh, as well as Morgan and a lot of other people did. So it was a really cool event. Uh, if you're a Steelers fan, you'd probably appreciate some of the things you got to see there. All right, we're going to take one more quick break. When we come back, real news time. Training camp begins this Thursday for the Steelers at their facility in the South Side. I'm going to break that down, update you, and let you know what's going on there and help you get ready for training camp. But first, we're going to talk to our friends at Bet Online. BetOnline.ag, the only place that we trust here in the Lockdown Podcast Network to place bets on. Even though football season's over, there's a ton of different ways to make money by gambling on sports right now. If you go to betonline.ag today and sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters and all one word, and that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Right now, sure, the NFL's done, but you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters, all one words, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, continuing to deliver you the Monday Steelers news. Now, as I said before, the Steelers open training camp this Thursday at their UPMC Rooney Sports Complex facility on the south side of Pittsburgh. It's lit. We finally get to like actually talk about things. They're going to be putting on the pad soon. Now, the Hall of Fame game, I believe, is two weeks away ish around that you know what I mean they're gonna get two weeks of camp camp before that and we all know that the Hall of Fame game itself is kind of just a novelty it's not you know no one really big is gonna play in that game that's where we'll probably see some Dwayne Haskins some Mason Rudolph for a little bit and then eventually Josh Dobbs but the big things that I'm looking for here in this training camp are going to involve the depth guys. Now, one thing I'll tell you right now. People are going to continue to make a stink about this until this man gets double-digit sacks in a single season, and then people will say he's arrived. But Alex Highsmith is a much better player than anyone's given credit for. I really think he's going to be a solid number two edge next to T.J. Watt. And that again, the front four of Pittsburgh that starts will be the best starting front four in all of the NFL. And with the best safety in the NFL, and a guy who will be known as a top 10, maybe top five off-ball linebacker in Devin Bush, and two solid cornerbacks in Joe Hayden and Cam Sutton, this defense will be rocking. At least the starters. But the things to watch in this training camp, at least for me, is that it's all going to be about 
the backups. And when I say backups, you got to understand defense isn't like your traditional sport thing where you're like, oh, that guy's coming off the bench. Yes, but bench guys in football are sometimes just as important as your starters sometimes. Unless your starter is a TJ Water, I make of Fitzpatrick. But you want guys coming off the bench in the NFL who can continue to apply pressure if they're on the defensive front, who have the stamina, the endurance to continue to run around the field and, and, the, and the overall athleticism period to do the things that challenge guys down the field if they're in coverage. As well as stuff the run. Because when you have those guys, then your guy, then your starters can get rest, can be fresh, and and the, when the fourth quarter gets to the nitty gritty, that's when you want your guys to be ready to go. So who are those guys that I'm watching for in camp? Now we all know, and I'm sure we'll talk about it tomorrow with Tony, that James Pierre is one of the guys at the top of this chain. The, J- the James Pierre hype train. If you're not on it. Tony's been about it for a few months now on this show. We'll talk about that with him on a Tony Tuesday tomorrow. But there's other guys I think that you should be on the watch out for. Shakur Brown. I saw this guy working with Cam Sutton on his release on the last minicamp practice. He was the last dude on the field with Cam Sutton. And Cam Sutton was being the receiver as Shakur Brown was working on his his, his his press work and his footwork and technique on, on that. Now, mind you, Trey Norwood is going to be coming for that too, and there's, and there's going to be got Lamont Wade. There's, there's got a bunch of guys who's going to be able to play that, that spot. There's going to be plenty of competition in the slot, but that's why I'm confident they'll find a, a slot guy to fill in this year that, that you'll like as a Steelers fan. But it's going to be the guys behind those guys. Not just the, the slot guys, but the guy who literally backs up uh, Joe Hayden or Sutton on the outside cornerback spots. The guy who's the third safety option. Because Edmonds and Fitzpatrick, they won't come off the field. They're, 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 they're going to be fine. But you still need a third option for when one of those guys get hurt or when anything happens of that regard. For the linebackers, you're going to need a a fourth and a fifth guy who you can count on. Now, I think this year they'll be, as long as they're healthy, they'll be in a peculiarly good position because you got Devin Bush as your number one. I see Vince Williams and Robert Spillane trading at the number two spot. They'll 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 be switching on and off, and then you'll still have Ulysses Gilbert working in there, and then that's when you get Buddy Johnson in there and and, and have have him help out. But they'll have guys to, to rotate there, but you still want you're still gonna want Gilbert to finally be healthy and for Johnson to take a few steps forward a little bit quicker than normal. Now the interior defensive line. That's I think that's the the deepest they got. They they're set there. But the edge rusher position is the biggest question when it comes to this. You can't go into this season with just T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith. I like Cassius Marsh as a person. He seems like a dope dude. He did not show what he needs to show last year. Now, granted, he'll have a whole training camp with the team this year. Maybe he 
definitely shows improvement and you, you feel better with him as another option. But you need a primary third threat as an edge rusher. You need a guy who's going to come off the bench and the offensive lineman are going to be like, oh, crap, now i got to deal with that guy. I just got done blocking TJ Watt. Can I get a break? That's the guy you need to make. The guy that makes offensive linemen think that. Whose technique is going to be good. Whose explosiveness is going to be good. Whose size is going to challenge people. And there's a report now that the Steelers are bringing in Melvin Ingram. The former Chargers edge rusher that paired with uh, with Joey Bosa. They're bringing him in for a look. Him and Justin Houston are the top two edge guys. Currently in the free agency pool. If this is real and Ingram's brought in and he, he looks good and they sign him. Consider me signed up. Because I'm gonna be like, okay, that was the biggest ed- that was the biggest depth problem they have in this roster. Now they got a third guy there. They could still use a fourth guy because Marsh and Roche are not a sold duo to me just yet. But that would solve a lot of things. And honestly, with Justin Lane and James Pierre and Shakur Brown and Trey Norwood. I think the cornerback position is going to be better than most people give it credit for. And so maybe they just need a safety now to back up Minka and Terrell. But Arthur Mollett could turn into that. Or if not, I think they can get one for cheaper free agency who wouldn't hurt them too much. But the bottom line is, this defense is going to be deep. But if they don't find that depth in training camp, that's going to be a huge story for this team. But I'm not done talking about training camp. We'll talk about that all this week. Tony Serena's back on tomorrow for a Tony Tuesday, so that'll be fun chopping up with him and his conspiracy theories. I might see what his top five conspiracy theories are for the, the upcoming Steelers training camp. Remember, he's the guy that picked out Devin Hodges before everybody else. And oh, was he right in such a weird way? But I'm excited to have him back on. Thanks to all those who are listening here to the Locked On Steelers podcast. Remember, you can get this on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or the app Odyssey. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Remember, you can rate this five stars with a positive comment. It helps us out here on the show. But also, it gets, it gets the word out to other people to get them to listen to the show. And when you do both of those things at the same time, you get a shout-out at the end of the show. I'm Chris Carter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Carter Critiques. Thanks again for listening. Back in here tomorrow on the Locked on Steelers podcast.